0: for uh, Facebook live the secret how to fight CPS and when uh, and if you want to call in share your story ask a question it's 800-222-5222 okay let's jump into our uh, first call this evening let's talk to Jesse from Fresno Jesse did you have a story to tell or a question to ask Let's take a call right now from Edith from West Covina. Edith, did you have a story to tell or a question to ask? Uh, I have a story to tell. Okay, go ahead. Um,
1: okay, so back in 2017, I was coming home from work and my brand new car I had just got and I was pulled over in a routine shopping stop. So. You know the office, of the sheriff, they asked you for your driver license and registration. We, me and my um, kid, you know, the father of my younger two kids, we did that. We gave them that. So they asked us to step out the car, and you know they put the cuffs on me and they're saying, Do you know why you're being, uh, you're going to jail? You're being charged with a five thirty point five PC." I'm like, "What? What is that? Oh, identity theft." I said, I "Identity theft on who? My own kid." So. The Department of Public Social Services said that I was claiming welfare benefits on a dead person, my own kid. Mind you, all of my boys are alive, so I went to Dimas Jail from there to Twin Towers, which is L.A. County Jail, from there to Linwood, uh Women's Correctional Facility over there, from there clear to West, West Valley Detention Center. Mind you, the whole time I'm being transferred, I didn't speak to no lawyer. Nobody, they're just shipping me here and there, me and my kid's father here and there. So we get over there, still I see no lawyer, no nothing for like three days, and then I speak to one lady. Everything that I'm telling you guys is what I told her. So my son's in high school, his last year of high school and everything, and they released me, and I, you know, when you get released, I asked for my papers. They didn't give me no papers for the judge or nothing, no one to go see. I call because my aunt's a lawyer, she tells me to call. I called her and my uncle, and I call Rancho the Courthouse. There's nothing. Okay, so I when I get out, I go to the San Bernardino County Fraud Office. I go down there, and they tell me, oh, it was a mistake. I'm like, well, I went to four different jobs. I lost my job. I lost my brand new car. They put a, they tarnished my background where I could not work for. Uber Eats, Postmates, Lyft, nothing. Um, i stressed out. It was terrible, like so bad. And so I go to the county office, I give them all my pay steps when I work in everything. I comply with them, everything. And I asked the lady, why did I go to jail? You all had me sent to jail. I asked for um, a copy of a death certificate. I went to the social security board for my son. I went down there, they couldn't show me. It showed that there was a death certificate, but why couldn't I see it? I go to Norwalk, uh, Hall of Records, same thing. I'm the mother, but I couldn't even get a copy. So I'm sitting here going crazy, stressed out, depressed, hair falling out, you name it, I'm going through it because I've been wrongfully incarcerated. My son was a senior, he went to college, now he's a Marine, but this is messed up. I need, you know, and then to this day, I get a letter saying that, oh, they took my taxes. (laughs) They did that, they took my taxes. You know, this is sad. Like, what do you do? Like, I need so much help. It's, it's sad. Just till this day, I can't do DoorDash. I mean, you know, I, I'm stuck. What, what do I do?
0: Well, who, were you charged criminally with uh, identity theft?
1: No, I think i never seen no judge. They, I never, when I was locked up, no lawyer came to me. Just one lady. And everything I'm telling you. I told her the same thing,
0: and that was it. When I was released, they didn't give me no paperwork, no nothing. Well, like, but like, what is it? but what I'm I'm asking you, and you can say yes, no, or I don't know. Were you convicted of a crime? No. All right, and all of this is still following you around right now.
2: Yes, I was pulled over
1: in a routine traffic stop like a while ago, and they didn't take us in, but they said you need to get this fixed, and I'm like. You know, and I, I got my son, my son, before he went to college, we went to the Social Security Board. We, got a, we have a notar- a paper from them with a stamp on there saying he went down there in person. He signed an affidavit, and we're still going through this. We sent to the, to the um, when they took my taxes, I had to call those people in San Bernardino, and the lady heard my son's voice, and she even said that this was wrong.
0: Right. Well, you know what you, you know? should probably do is you should probably find a civil rights attorney and bring a lawsuit against them. And if what you've told me is accurate, I'm sure that this problem will be fixed quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, my son is
1: a marine, and this so both kind of breaks my heart because I'm like, I'm a single parent. I bust my butt to work. I don't bother nobody. And then for this to happen, it's like, what did I do to the, to the welfare? I mm-hmm. deserve this. What did I do? Oh, and then the worker chose the, oh, it was a clear, a clerical mistake. Well, because of your
0: clerical mistake, I have, my background is messed up. Mm-hmm. Definitely talk yeah. to a civil rights attorney. I think you'll be able to get this fixed. Edith, I, I want to thank you. I've been lo- Thank you. Thank you okay, for I'm listening. Thank you for calling in and sharing with us. Um, we have uh, about 45 minutes left in the show. I want to tell everyone out there, please call in and share your story at uh, 800-222-5222. Uh, before we take our next break, I want to tell a quick story of uh, something that, that happened uh, to me very recently. Um, I was in court appearing online uh, during the COVID, and I was making an argument, and um, I gave the court a site to two uh, appellate cases that I thought uh, supported my position. Uh, the court took a break, uh, and I thought the court was taking a break to review my legal authority and the opposing counsel's legal authority. When the judge came back, uh, the judge asked me if I had a website, and I was thinking to myself, Well, I have a few websites, and then the judge named my website, and I said, yeah, that's that's my website. And the judge indicated, well, at your website, you argue blah, 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 or you state blah, 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 which actually supported the other attorney. And, uh, you know, it was kind of surreal, but I think the judge ruled to me that, or told me that, because I had this on my website, that uh, the judge was going to rule against me as part of, you know, the judge's reasons for ruling against me. So I want to tell all of you, I've always believed and I have to research this, that a judge can only consider the evidence that is before that judge and the legal arguments that are before that judge. And I think that um, my website is not considered evidence, you know, that is before that judge. Um, So we're going to explore that issue in in an appellate or an appeal for the client, and I'll keep you posted how that turns out. Okay, we're going to take our next break. This has been The Secret, How to Fight CPS and Win. Stand by. We'll take more calls after this break.
2: ABC,
1: KABC. And now, back to our show.
0: Okay, this is Vince Davis. This is The Secret, How to Fight CPS and Win. Let's take another quick call from Tina from Los Angeles. Tina, do you have a story to tell or a question to ask? Tina? Try the next one. Okay, I think we lost her. Okay, let's go to uh, Bob. Bob in Huntington Beach. Bob, did you have a story to tell or a question to ask? I think we're lost Bob as well okay, Thanks. well we're okay, Tina, are you there? Yes, great. Do you have a story to tell or a question to ask?
2: Yes, possibly both. I want to ask about how to keep a case in court. l a county has been good at coming in with motions to dismiss before it even goes to trial and, and I think it's so unfair that they don't uh, consider all the evidence you know just, it's just automatic um, uh, demure, uh
0: to dismiss Well, Tina, are are you talking about a civil rights case against the county?
2: Yes. No, no, this is civil, but not necessarily civil rights. But it it, it has to do with um, workers' comp, actually, and um, getting benefits. But instead of, you know, listening to the person's illness, because I have a compromised immune system, something similar to the COVID, but it's MRSA and and it's been out a lot longer. Um, if you look at both of the diseases under the microscope, they're really similar, um, more like the bacteria. Anyways, um, I was just wondering because all I really wanted at first was my Social Security. I had to appeal all the way to the United States Supreme Court. And each time I got denied, 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 denied on a motion, a pretrial motion to dismiss.
0: Well, that's part of the strategy for most defense lawyers is to knock you out of the box fast and early by motion to dismiss, motion to s- strike your, your uh, complaint, a demur, which is basically telling the judge that you haven't stated a cause of action. But Tina, please don't tell me you're trying to do these lawsuits by yourself.
2: Well, I have done it. The thing about it is I am a teacher. I've taught... You know,
0: as a sub and everything for over 20 years. So, and, you know. Tina, can I tell you something? Tina, let me tell you something, okay?
3: Yes.
0: The other day, I took my car to the car shop. And they told me that I needed a new transmission. And then they told me how much it was going to cost. You know what I didn't do? I didn't go to Pet Boys, I didn't buy the tools, I didn't buy the Chilton Guide on BMW, and I didn't try to do it myself. You know why? And I'm a lawyer, so I'm kind of a smart guy, but I didn't do that because I don't have the knowledge, training, or experience, or the tools to do that. But so many people that I come across that have no legal training whatsoever, and they're smart people, they're intelligent, but they try to do their own case. And from my experience, 31 years as a lawyer, you know, nine out of 10 times or nine and a half out of 10 times, it's going to end up in a disaster if you try to represent yourself. If you think you have a good case against the county or anyone, you need to get a lawyer and you need to sit down with him or her, at least for a strategy session, to try to figure out how to do this. Now, I told someone, I told... I told someone else earlier, you know, every major county has a bar association, and most of those associations have a lawyer referral service. Call the lawyer. I'll tell you something. Mm
2: -hmm. I wanted to bypass all that part of it because I actually had an attorney, and he told me he felt guilty because I was making money for everybody else, Even the deposition people, but the only thing is that I wasn't going to get any. So I have a court order to represent myself, and it's still legal pending, so there's only so much I can give you, but I was just trying to figure out, because I don't want to be dismissed, because I haven't been able to work. I'm living on pennies and I'm a teacher. I keep telling them I'm sick, but see, the illness broke me down. Mm -hmm. Um, They hit it. So it was able to get into my system. There's no cure. Mm -hmm. So next thing I know, they say I got thyroid problems, stomach problems. Eye infections, arms twitching—that's my nerves. And it just a so whole. And I was—I I got it when I was about forty-two. I'm fifty-two now, and you know I, I've never been homeless. I might have even been a little privileged, but uh, I, I wouldn't be able to make it in the street. I have no criminal background. And I'm, I'm a single African-American woman. I'm a grandmother, you know, I uh, have more grandkids on the way. And, and I'm still not able to work. And I'm just saying, you know, it, it's something totally wrong with the system. And, um, but I hear what you're saying. I've been told that I've been to Congress I've been to L.A. Board of Supervisors. I've been to Galvin Newsom. I've contacted Diane Feinstein. I do pretty darn good on my own, okay? Uh, you know, Lincoln never went to law school. He was a traveling circuit judge for a friend of his. He finally traveled so much, he got so many hours that he he became president. He became an attorney. So that's another story. I'm a history butt, too. Like, I, I was actually above my average. And the sickness has messed with my brain and everything, so I'm average now. Maybe a tad bit below, but but I was really above my years, and it really de— uh, uh, excuse me, my memory lapse— de- it, uh, uh,
0: debilitated me. Mm-hmm. Well, Tina, look, I wish you luck in your uh, civil litigation matters against the county. Um, please consider my advice about Sitting and finding, sitting down with and finding an attorney to help you, um, you know, going through the bar associations, because it's just going to be extra difficult and extra hard for you to do this. Um, you know. I think
2: I got him this time, but who am I speaking to?
0: Oh, Tina, my name is attorney Vince Davis, and this show is The Secret How to Fight Child Protective Services and When.
2: I wanted to share that anyway, because I've been keeping it quiet, and I'm just now. I don't know. I'm still fighting my illness. My voice is gone. That was my tool for teaching. You know, mm-hmm. I should even be compensated for my vocal cords. You know, if I was a singer, I would be. But but I I I've contacted um, Beverly Hills. Has a good bar and mm-hmm. I've contacted LA County bar. Great. And some Great. of the, co- I've been everywhere. I had no choice. Great. And thank God I was able to, I think I may, you can follow if you want, but I I, I think I would do pretty good this time. But I was
0: just seeing Maybe if you had a little advice for that, but... All right. Well, Tina, listen, thank you for calling, and thank you for listening. Keep listening. We appreciate you. And, you know, maybe call us in a few weeks or a month. Give us an update on what's happening with your case. I sure will. All righty. Bye-bye, Tina. Uh, Let's take a... We have one minute left. Uh, Let's take uh, Greg, and we'll come back to Greg after the break. But Greg, are you there? Oh, hi, Mr. Davies. How are you doing? Good, I'm doing fine. We have one minute, but I'm going to bring you back after uh, the commercial break. Okay? Okay. Where Where are you located, Greg? Uh, I'm in Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. You having problems with CPS in Reno? Oh
3: yes, oh yes. Um, I'll try to paint the big picture first so and get into details. Later.
0: Wait, wait. Before you Before you start that painting, um, we're going to have uh-huh. to take a quick commercial break, but we're going to bring you right back after the break. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and WIN. We'll be, be, we'll be back with Greg from Reno right after the break.
2: 800-222-5222. That's
1: 800-222-5222, or 800 abc k And now, back to our show.
0: Okay, we're back. This is Attorney Vincent Davis. This is The Secret, How to Fight CPS and WIN. And we're going to go back to Greg from Reno, Nevada. Greg, are you still there?
3: Yes, I'm still here. How
0: are you doing? Good. How are you? So you're about to paint us a broad picture, and then you're going to get down into the specifics. So go ahead.
3: Yes. Well, my girlfriend's son and his wife did not have their act together at all. And so she went over, and she said, look, I'm going to take my two grandchildren home because, you know, you're, you're, you're about to get kicked out of your place, your power's about to be shut off, you're not know, having food, et cetera, et cetera. No job, no income, you're drinking, you're smoking, you're gambling, you're using drugs, you're fighting, not just arguing, but literally throwing things at each other. Uh, so she brought them home, and it was right before uh, Halloween 2017. And then um, the next day she went over there and things didn't go well, so she came back home with the two kids again. Now mind you, the little girl was three, the little boy was only a couple of months old. Um, When I got back home from the grocery store, I was horrified to hear her on the phone with CPS. Her other son had advised her to call CPS as had the police. And uh, a lady came over from CPS telling us about the training and what have you. And then she also looked at the two kids and she said, "Wow." these two little kids are so beautiful, it would be so easy to adopt them out. And she said, no, no, we will raise them all the way through high school and college, and as long as they want to stay with us. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, we went through the training, became foster parents. The first lady they sent over was fabulous, but they got rid of her after a month. The second lady they sent over, she was fabulous, but then a month later, she came over and said, oh, here's your new uh, caseworker and we both had a very very bad gut feeling about her and um, sure enough i didn't know it at the time but my girlfriend told me she talked to the first lady and said look i don't trust this woman and all she heard was oh just give her a chance she's brand new she went in and complained to her boss and her boss kept blowing her out "Oh, everything's fine everything's fine and then after a while you know she'd come over and start threatening her telling her the house wasn't clean enough she wanted to take the kids and uh, when we went on vacation. Um, you know this this caseworker was constantly stirring up trouble. And on the second vacation, we got a call from the people that we that we we had left them with. And mind you, everything was approved of ahead of time: where we we're going, how long we'd be gone, who would would be with, etc. And so we get a call from this lady telling us, "Oh, you're liars, cheats, and thieves. You're supposed to pay us more." Blah 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 blah. Turns out this um, this backstabbing witch. Um, had had a secret meeting with her boss and they took the kids while we're gone and they have gone out of their way to prevent us from getting an attorney they badgered the bejesus out of both of the parents to uh, force them into giving up their rights you know they lied to them and coerced them and um, you know they've lied through their teeth Uh, our county supervisor called us up and I went down and I spoke before the entire county board twice, to no avail. Uh, the assistant county manager is supposed to be in charge of CPS, not only failed to help us, but stabbed us in the back. And, um, uh, you know, they, they, they've just, they you know, they basically just railroaded everything through. And from what I've learned, they apparently violated, I was watching some videos, violated a Social Security Act that says that none of these agencies or CPS uh who supposedly is uh, contracting has the authority to take these children if any of the parents or anybody standing in place of the parents of Um they were supposed to try to place them with family, but they kept saying, oh, it's too late, it's too late, uh, they've been ruled out, you've been ruled out, and who they gave them to was another county employee. And uh, I know that these two little kids want to be with us, and uh, I'm more than, you know, they were one of them. we had them for eight months.
0: How many? Eight months. Mm-hmm. Which apparently seems to be part of the
3: course. Apparently, I guess they, they let you keep them for eight months and during that time they they build a case against you. They lie in court. You got a corrupt judge that just rubber stamps everything they say, you know, and we had actually gone to court and I said, yeah, you know, the, your attorney is turning in perjured court briefs, she knows she's turning in perjured court briefs the The CPS workers are constantly lying. They even went down and now, like I said, her son, he's a real winner. He's always in and out of jail. Uh, he's in jail right now. But apparently, they went down there and said, "Oh, we think that uh, you know your stepfather might have molested your little girl." And uh, his own mom said, "Oh my God, they're lying through their teeth." You know, I, I would have known if something like that had happened, and I wouldn't be with anybody like that for crying out loud. You know, and she says I even asked my granddaughter, and my granddaughter's like, "Grandma, Grandpa never did anything like that, or Grandpa never touched me." So, you know, our little granddaughter was appalled that she even asked her. So, you
0: know, they. How old are the children? And, well, now little girl is going to be six in October. And little boy is going to be three in September. Have they been adopted by someone else? Uh, we've been told they were adopted, but it was a there was a county employee apparently. Uh, the principal of one of the high schools around here. Um, in your state or in your where you live, the schools are, county. are the schools are run by the county or the city. The county. Okay. All right. Yeah, county school district. Have you ever dis- have you ever um, thought about sitting down with a civil rights attorney? Uh, who? Civil rights attorney. I, I was thinking about it
3: um, seems like I called just about every attorney in the book and they all told me the same thing they don't want to take a CPS case CPS is corrupt and that's why they don't want to take it uh, everybody kept telling me to go to Nevada Legal Services CPS called them and told them not to ever help us uh, they told the was it the, the, the kids attorneys who were absolutely worthless you know, they were part of the public defender. They refused to help us because they were, quote, helping uh, her son and her daughter-in-law. Uh, we were, they were also told to go over to Washoe Legal Services. They told us, oh, well, we're representing the grandkids, so we can't help you. And so uh, what CPS has done is they've co-opted the only two places that would help you find a free attorney. I even talked to an attorney and says, yeah, uh, we'll help you if you know, uh, Nevada Legal Services will help you. And of course, they just refuse to help us. In fact, my girlfriend told me that she went over there and they were just flat out hostile. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, like I said, I've called virtually every attorney in the book. She told me that one attorney she talked to said, oh, give me